Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B-A-Q-A, the B-A-Q-A, the B-A-Q-A. Now it's time. I really think that somebody should like gift us a B-A-Q-A song. I feel like, you know, like I feel like, can't you hear like a a heavy bass? Mm, mm, mm. Did I imagine it or do you actually have a theme song for some of your IG lives? And honestly, (laughs) and the people, but Chris... (laughs) <laughs> um, oh my goodness. And his wife, oh, Sh- Sh- Shayla. Oh, Chris and Shayla. They're amazing. First of all, why do they like produce music with like John Legend and stuff? I'm like, wait, what? So they were like, Tiffany, you helped us on our financial journey. We were able to get our house as a result to you. So we want to gift you this song. So they created this song called The Budget Needs to Break Down. And it is so jazzy. If you guys go to my Instagram, <laughs> like once a week, I post like this like sm- short video where I break down like a topic or whatever. And it's called The Budget Needs to Break Down. And it opens up. It's like, it sounds so amazing. It's like, welcome to your wealthy place. This is where you belong. I can't <laughs> sing, but it, it's just like, it's so jazzy. But yeah. if anybody else got a little jazzy in their soul and they want to gift us a BAQA song, me and Amanda say, yes, ma'am, we'll take it. I love so, it. So with that being said, I mean, if they want to hook us up, they can They can feel free if anyone else out there wants to take B-A-Q-A and turn that into a jingle. Although, Tiffany, I cannot. We, we did once upon a time um, have some unsolicited submissions of some <laughs> podcast artwork that shall never be shared <laughs> in the public. <laughs> so, you know, don't, you know, we, we will have editorial approval yes. over any uh, we appreciate art, art use for our show. Everybody's not able. Okay. You know, everybody, it's just like the aesthetic. It's just maybe our aesthetic is not y'all's aesthetic, but all all is good. Well, what do we have on the docket for this week's of this week's BA Q&A tip? So first on the docket, we've got an anonymous admission. Okay. <clears throat> My fiance and I have been binge watching Marriage or Mortgage on Netflix. Basically, just like the title says, couples meet with a wedding planner and a real estate agent simultaneously. Each person is trying to win them over. Then at the end of the episode, the couples decide what they're going to do with their money. As someone who is newly engaged, is it crazy or possible to have both? I fully understand that the average wedding costs $30,000. As of right now, we're renting and we just signed for our third year here. Do you have any tips on how to save now for either choice? Also, we would like to have our first home be a multifamily unit duplex. We want to use it for family, also an extra source of income. Does that change anything? Thanks, ladies. 
Oh man, this actually is so cute and timely because if you go back to Wednesday's episode when we share our first ever BA episode from the archive, I was just about to be engaged later that year and I was in full saving for the wedding mode even before I had a ring on this finger, okay? <laughs> That's because, how we got to do, girl, please. Me too. I, you know, I wasn't I was not I, the the savings account was not named husband and my sa- wedding fund. It was just Mandy's wedding fund, okay? Because you know, I wanted to get married. I just didn't know <laughs> at the time it didn't matter to whom. I just wanted to be ready. Yeah, and I have you heard of the show Marriage or Mortgage on Netflix? I've heard of it. I have not watched it, but I've heard it. I watched one little episode and it kind of, it just made me cranky because this person asked, I know they want to be anonymous, but they ask, is it crazy or possible to have both? No, it's not. It is not crazy. You can definitely have both. Yes, I mean, you can do both. Yeah, absolutely. And I I did both. I had I had the wedding. I, I spent 30K on a wedding and I, or around about that much. And we, we saved a lot by um, living with my husband's parents for, how long do we live with them? Like, Five or six months, I survived that ordeal. Um, <laughs> I will survive. You know, actually, I actually wrote about this in that CNBC article. So I did the math for myself. We saved about $11,000 by awesome. living with them. Mm-hmm. And we were able to, and the thing was, I was, we moved in with my, with his parents when I was earning the most I've ever earned in my career. Like I was earning well over six figures, mm-hmm. had equity, all this stuff. And that is when I was like, this is it. This is the moment when you decide, are you going to let lifestyle, lifestyle inflation creep on you and steal your wealth? Or are you going to make the un- unpopular decision and downsize? And that is what he and I decided to do. And it wasn't easy, but we knew we wanted to have money in the bank for a wedding and a mortgage down the line. And yeah, we got married in 2017 and had a house in 2018. And I just wanted to share that because just to illustrate that, yeah, you can have both, but you may have to sacrifice some things to get there. Yeah. And I'll say this too, that, so I opted not to have a wedding, not because we couldn't afford it. I just honestly, I didn't want one, but instead we ended up purchasing our house and we bought it cash, you know, because we had the excess funds in order to do so. There is no right or wrong. It's up to like you for what you want to do. But to answer your question about tips of how to save now for either choice, I say both if you're able So one, you want to identify what's your savings goal. So I know the average wedding costs 30,000, but what do you want to spend? Do you want to spend 20? Do you want to spend 40? What is that? And then two, have you started to scope out multifamily homes to see how much that costs? So you can start to identify what is our down payment going to look like? Have you taken a first time home buyer course? I highly recommend. It was so helpful before I bought my first home. Because then I learned like, oh, I don't necessarily have to save for 20% down. You know, I might go for an FHA loan, which is a a loan that's backed um, by the government. And so I only had to put 3.5% down, you know, so do the math, take a first time homebuyers course. And so that way, at least you can kind of map out, okay, all in all, we need to save $50,000 in the next, let's pretend you're getting married in two years because you didn't share. Right. And so you can split that and say, okay, what is $50,000 divided by 24 months, how much do we need to start saving now in order to get to our goal? So like ultimately any goal can be reached as long as you want, identify what the goal is and start to break down the steps to get there. Is it, is it like Mandra moving in with your in-laws or your parents? You know, is it asking for a raise at work? Is it side hustling so you can make additional money on the side and stash it away? One thing my sister 
one of my sisters did, Carol, that you always, guys are always asking to come on Brown Ambition, is that she, girl. That's because you keep telling this same anecdote. Yeah, yes, she bought that's te- why people want Tesla. her on the show. Yes, I know. <laughs> she bought Tesla. <laughs> yes, because so my sister Carol's an engineer. And so she was telling us about these electric, crazy electric cars. I was like, sounds crazy to me. And she was like, no, I'm buying Tesla, you know, and like I just think it's just a really great investment. She bought Tesla when it was like something crazy, like under a hundred dollars a share. Um, and so she sold some of it in order to pay. She was able to, I can't remember how much she put in, but you know, she had tens of thousands of dollars and she sold some of it in order to pay for her wedding. Her and her fiance both invested and sold some of their shares to pay for the wedding. So there are a myriad of ways, but it starts with identifying your goal, how much that goal is going to cost you. So you can walk toward that goal. And when do you need the money by? Yeah. And if I'm sitting here thinking about why that show marriage or mortgage kind of gets on my nerves or it got on my nerves when I was watching it, it's also the idea that those two things are super comparable. I mean, Mm -hmm. one, it just depends on your values as a couple and where you're at in your life. But if that show was called, you know, marriage or dream rental, there'd be nothing wrong with it. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to buy a mortgage. That is not it. I I am as shocked as anyone that my life has followed such a conventional linear (laughs) path. Okay. First comes love, then comes baby, then, you know, all that thing. And (laughs) the, the marriage and the mortgage, I did it all in the right, in like the, the quote unquote right way. And I'm so annoyed at myself because Mm. I'm supposed to be like rebel, progressive, you know, non-traditional feminist lady, but that's just how life worked out for me. You know, it wasn't, it was just a, a, a super traditional kind of one step after the next. It just it just worked out that way. But that is not at all the way that your story has to go. And I I just don't want anyone to feel like they're doing something wrong if they get married and they put off the wedding and they stay renting for a while. Like you don't have to let anyone else's labels or expectations divert you from your goals. But what Tiffany said is so smart because being clear on what you want and why you want it is what's going to help you make decisions where at the end of the day, I can say without an ounce of regret that I spent as much as I spent on my wedding, that I bought the house that I bought because I did it with our goals and a shared desire for those things. And it made me so happy. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets, regrets. right? So, I mean, you may have regrets for things that are outside of your control, but if you go into a decision with your partner, mm-hmm. knowing that it's what you guys want as a couple and that you will both be happy working toward this goal together as a partnership, then ultimately what will be will, will be. And you mm-hmm. can never regret having made that decision because you knew it was what was right for you two to start with. That's very good advice. I'm so wise six years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. 
Insure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with Afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. We've got a second one. Oh, I just realized I have one earring in my ear. Why didn't no one tell me? <laughs> I didn't notice. Y'all, I am a mess. Oh my God. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, we got it. We got a, a second just felt it dangling. A message from a beautiful prego lady. What does she have to say, Mandy? A beautiful prego lady. Yeah, she's a non wait. Oh, she signs it pregnant and confused. Listen. Any woman who's pregnant is also a little confused. What is happening down there? <laughs> All right. This is an interesting, interesting question, and I want to do it justice. So let me read this a little slow. Pregnant and confused says, I got a new job at a fitness startup, and I have been here for two months. The thing is, I was pregnant when I was hired, and I just informed my boss of this last week. I will only have been at the company for six months when my baby is due. However, the company offers a six-month maternity leave as part of its benefits package. I am not sure whether I should take the full maternity leave or cut it short due to my newness at the company. On the one hand, it would be time where I get to be dedicated to the new baby and can prolong having to find and pay for childcare. I already have a two-year-old and we do have to foot the bill for his childcare costs already. Plus, being a new mom is hard and it'd be nice to have the full six months. On the other hand, it's that much longer being away from work, not being able to show what I'm capable of, and having my projects be taken on by someone else. Having been through this once already, there's always that little voice in my head going, what if they figure out they don't need me? My last company had a horrible maternity leave policy where I was unpaid, outside of insurance, and back at work after eight weeks. Part of me is extremely tempted to take advantage of the great benefits of my new company, but another part of me wonders if it's worth it to take the career hit. What should I do? Any and all advice is appreciated. Oh, pregnant and confused. Man. First of all, I'm just pissed that you even have to be in this position where you're like, I was just I about mean, to say, should I bring life? Stop being you mean know, to yourself. Into this world, beautiful life into this world, or like your career. Like, you know, it just sucks that like um, men don't have to like contemplate like you know if i bring life into this world the whole reason why we're here in existence then maybe i'm not going to be advanced in my career that sucks so let's just put that out there i'm just trying to think to myself as an employer so we actually have we have a new unicorn niece so i call my my team the unicorn squad and tamra shout out to you miss tamra she is the manager of our literature academy and she gave us a new niece this is our third baby so tamra has been on maternity leave twice since she's worked with me um, and I think she's been here four or five years. And 
I, it depends on the company, obviously. You know, Tam is able to take as much time as she needs. She um, has prepared her team to give them all the things that they need to be able to move, you know, move forward without her being here on a day-to-day basis. Would I feel some kind of way if six months, it honestly, it really would depend on was that person here when they were here, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's almost like it's not even about like it's maternity leave. Let's just say it's vacation. You're gone for two weeks or whatever. And ultimately, if you bring value, what I call illustrating your Oprah, if you bring value to the workplace, then, you know, if the company is fair, then they will see your value either way. So illustrating your Oprah, this is what I tell my team and my mentees and things all the time is that when you illustrate your Oprah, you make your value so undeniable that like if someone, if Oprah said, hey, you want me to come speak at your event, it's going to be $20,000. People would find the money even if they normally wouldn't because you're like, no, the value that Oprah brings to the table is so valuable even though 20,000 is out of my range, I'm going to find it. And so like illustrating your Oprah just means going above and beyond, like, you know, bringing all your genius and excellence to work, you know, making sure that, you know, when you're working on something, the buck stops with you. Like you're not passing along responsibility to others when, when, you know, when the responsibility is yours, you know? So when I look at Tam, like, you know, if she was gone for eight months, I would want her back because she is Oprah. You know, she heard the value that she brings to the table is not diminished because she's been gone for for however many months that Tam is taking for maternity maternity leave. Because I also know that the team is running so smoothly as a result of her excellence. Like she planned to make sure that everyone was going to be good. And um, yeah, so I say, you know, nothing's more important than life and family. Nothing. Even if that does mean you take a hit professionally, which is not fair. But I think if you illustrate your Oprah and your company is as good as you say that it is, then you should hopefully be fine. Yeah. First and foremost, you are completely within your right to not tell your employer when you're interviewing if you're pregnant or not. You can walk in there and nine months pregnant and they can't say a damn thing. Now they can choose to penalize you penalize you for that by not hiring you, but that's illegal. So they better not <clears throat> say that out loud. So you've been hired and now you've told your boss that you are pregnant. Let's talk about this six month maternity leave policy and let's compare it to that horrible leave policy that you had at your previous job where you said that you were back at work after eight weeks. <laughs> First of all, I I just hate that this country is a, a, a first world country, as they say, which I know we're not supposed to say anymore, but we are a rich nation, okay? And we spend so much money on so many things. And one of them is not actually mandating paid maternity leave or parental leave for families, which is just outrageous to me even now, because it puts women like you in this position where you feel like you need to put your career in front of your family's best needs. And it is just like... Uh, It just, it pisses me off to no end. But here's what I want to say. I don't want you to take the mistreatment or the poor treatment you received at your last job and let that talk you out of the incredible value that this new company is offering you. They're offering you an incredible opportunity. One that I will say is a recruitment incentive that they have because they want to retain and recruit talent like you. They want people potential employees to know that they value, this is what they're telling you with this policy. We value families. We value the work of being a parent. We want to make sure that you have plenty of time with your family. 
so that you can be there for them in those early crucial months. I would love to have had six months off with little boy. Wait, little boy, what? I would love to have six months off with Rio. I guess I just spent a week with my mom and she, anyway. And, you know, I only got like 12 weeks and this is, this is amazing. I mean, you should take full a hundred percent without a drop of guilt or fear, take full advantage of this incredible policy. Um, I think you were so wise to jump ship. And I think other employers, especially your previous employer, they should be terrified and watching these companies and how they're able to snatch amazing talent away from each other because they offer these more generous parental leave policies. So yeah, I a thousand percent think you don't need to think. I mean, I hate that you're thinking twice about it, but just stop. Take your six months off. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Do the job that you were hired to do while you were there. You've given them your you've given them notice of your, you know, your amazing news of being pregnant again. So like Tiffany said, now you can help them prepare for when you're not going to be there. And any smart company with any proper planning and proper management would already be planning for cases when employees may need to be gone, whether it's for yes, parental leave, but it could be an illness, it could be needing to leave to take care of their mental health. Like other situations may occur when you may need to leave your job, right? And companies, they just shoot themselves in the foot if they do not properly plan for it. And then they try to penalize employees for their own lack of planning and poor management, right? Like, why am I feeling guilty for taking advantage of the policy, the time off that you gave me, when it's only because, you know, you don't feel like you're prepared to keep the ship running without me. And yeah, so I think pregnant and confused, you should, like Tiffany said, step up and help them, you know, make sure it's all smooth while you're on your maternity leave. But at the end of the day, it's 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 your management's responsibility to create processes and systems that are put in place so that anyone on their team feels like they can be a human when they need to be a human and take time off for their family, for their health, whatever it may be. And I hope, I hope that you are listening to this and I hope that you are going into this decision feeling much more confident because you have every, every right to be taking this time off. And I, if you feel like you're penalized when you come back, then I don't know, it sounds like you got a lawsuit on your hands because there's no, there's just no rationale. Like they mm -hmm. offer you the perk, take the perk. Mm -hmm. Can you tell them I'm a little passionate about that? Yeah, no, that's just good. Just a tiny bit. Just remember, you looking good as Opus bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? You looking good like Opus bank account? Yeah, this is a song. Oh, okay. Oh, Mandy. I'm just saying, I feel like if I say a little yachty, you guys are like, you guys said his name wrong. Look, I'm 41. Okay, look, I'm just, I can't I do get down with all get down. Low key, high key, whatever keys y'all are in. You looking good as Opus. Well, I just gave account. my son the, the the moniker "Little Boy," and I don't even know where that came from. So, <laughs> hey, Little Boy, know. come here, Little Boy. Sure. <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Lil Yachty. Okay, okay, I'll I'll, I'll check him out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that song but, is a little vulgar. You might not. That's the only part I can sing. That's okay. So, <laughs> mm, okay. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. make sure you well, do it. Adam. Pregnant and confused. <laughs> You can check out Little Yachty 2 on your maternity leave. You're six yeah. months of it. Enjoy <laughs> it, girl. And shout it from the rooftop so that other yes. people know this amazing company offers that kind of policy. Because this is what we need until this country gets its act together and no, makes parental true. leave paid. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our brown B-A-Q-A. So, I mean, I did it on an empty stomach. Mandy, so remember before our chat, I was like... <laughs> She's like, I did it. I did the thing. Someone, someone stole my... Um, an outro? <laughs> they stole my, um, my Uber Eats. Remember I told you someone stole my Uber Eats? Yeah. 
And I was like, you know what? That's okay. I think that's a violation of one of the Ten Commandments. Like, isn't one of it? Thou thou shalt not. Especially if I could see you on app, literally on your way here, and then see you say, nah. I was like, no. Mm. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to order from my other favorite restaurant. They're like, oh, no, we're not open right now because we open in a half an hour. And I was like, oh, man, I got to take the podcast. So I messaged my sister. I was like, it's okay. Order from my other favorite restaurant. Just found out they're not open. Not not on Tuesdays. <laughs> so it's been all day. Almost That's five o'clock. That's when you got to like suck it up and get you like a, a Mickey D's or a Subway <laughs> sandwich and just say, today is not the day to be bougie. Girl, I just, it's it's clear. Something does not want me to eat. You know what? If I'm not svelte after this day of fasting. <laughs> that's what you're doing. It's intermittent fasting. That's what it is. <laughs> but no, I don't honestly, know how you, you managed. Have, no, barely. But honestly, I'm still, I'm still in good spirits. So if you guys have questions, please, please, please go to brownambitionpodcast.com. Click Ask Us Anything. We love answering your questions. We try to get at least two or three in, you know, on our BAQA Fridays. You know, you can always hit us up on um, Twitter and Instagram as well if you've got questions. And me and Mandy are here for you. I'm here for you. Mm. I also know that <laughs> I song. I think I love you. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, y'all, for listening. Um, see y'all next uh, week. Yes. <laughs> Bye. <Yeah>, bye. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.